1: Hiya, folks! You're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 254, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on August 23rd, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and this week I am unfortunately not joined by my good buddy Peter Mandel. Uh, Pete is sick. He is uh, he was when I spoke to him earlier in the week. He was in bed with a fever. And, uh, yeah, was not doing so hot. So, uh, But no worries, folks. I have brought in a ringer. Uh, you guys know him. You love him. You've heard him on the show before. You listen to his show. He might book your trip for you to Walt Disney World next time you want to go. So, uh, folks, it is Justin Souter from the DDP Today podcast. And away with me travel. Hello, Justin.
0: What's up, buddy? I tell you what, man, matching that energy level, that is quite the introduction. I definitely don't deserve that much. But, man, it's going to be here. But I hate hearing that Pete's not filming because I just met with Pete uh, the other day, and, uh, I got to see Rogue Comics, which was awesome, like, Yeah, yeah, it's like,
1: he fits so much into that little store, and hold
0: on, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Folks, uh, we are two lifelong Disney
1: fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you, so pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Justin!
0: Kev, okay, how are you?
1: here we go. All right, so you got to see Rogue Com- he packs a lot of stuff into a very small space there. I, I really always like am amazed at like when new stuff is popping up.
0: So we were chatting and I told him, cause we were chatting, talking about his Disneyland trip. And, uh, I said, Hey, you got 30 minutes that I can steal you and, and put you on a Patreon. And so he, we did a Patreon getting to know, uh, uh, getting to know Pete. And so I got, I asked him, I said, Pete, how in the world do you let some of this stuff go? And he's like, "Oh no, no, I don't. He's like, no, my house is just full of this stuff, too. So it's not, you know, it's too much cool stuff in one location.
1: There have been things that I have wanted that he was like, yeah, no, I'm not selling it. (laughs) Like he he used to have um, the staff of Saruman from Lord of the Rings hanging on the wall in there. And I wanted that so bad. Like it was I was eyeing it for years. And then finally, one time I had a bit of money on me and I was like, hey, how about I buy that staff? He's like, oh, no, no, no. So. Just catch him right before a Disney
0: vacation. He'd be yeah, like, hey, right? man, what if I pay you in Disney gift cards? Huh? Oh, Will that my work? gosh.
1: I do have a Rogue Comics gift card somewhere. Uh, probably sitting in my wallet somewhere. So it's just an,
0: it's just an epic backdrop to any Zoom. Like if you ever get to do a, a Zoom with Pete, it's super cool to be able to see the shot behind him.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. And, and folks on our on our Patreon also could see that every week because we do our weekly patreon show and for some of the upper tiers we actually do a video version uh we also have the video version of pete and i watching uh the full house ha- the house meets the mouse epic Carter. Yeah, yeah uh so you watch the entire thing with us and you know we're on video there too uh people never never guess that he's got like the long hair and the beard and like you know he's kind of like a hippie jesus kind of looking yeah it's a it's hats so and all that oh yeah, yeah it's so funny uh, okay. So speaking of the Patreon folks, I just want to thank our patrons real quick. Uh, you know, our wonderful patrons over there on patreon.com two men in the mouse. Uh, you know, we're having a great time getting to know them over in our, uh, patron exclusive Facebook group. Both Pete and I have been in there chatting with you guys about your favorite parks, your favorite food. Uh, you know, what's going on with your next trip. So if you want to support the show in any way, we have tiers ranging from $3 all the way up to $50 and you get various different Bits of new content. So, I mean, Pete and I have already said next week we are recording our first Patreon episode of the Geek Watchtower. Where, oh. yeah, we're going to be because t- we're going to be talking Ahsoka. We're going to be talking about the first two episodes of Ahsoka, nice. which I, we kind of already talked about it today. So it's not going to be totally fresh. But, um, you know, because I did I did communicate I did talk to him a little bit today. And, um, yeah, uh, can't wait to talk about it. I'm not we don't want to leave. I want to leave it in the locker room. So, um, yeah, we're very excited for all that. So folks, you know, join us over there, patreon.com two men and the mouse. Uh, okay. So, uh, Justin, um, you know, why don't, for those of you, for those of our listeners that are not familiar with your body of work, why don't you introduce yourself a bit before we dive into the news?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Excited to be here, as always. Um, Also, super excited that now Two Men the Mouse is a part of the YDF Media family, and man, it's just been so great. If you're not a part of the Patreon over there, I don't know what you're waiting for. Like, you need to click the link, you need to head over, you need to join, even if it's one of those lower tiers. Get access to the Facebook group. Like, get access to being a part of those conversations, because it is, I will tell you this, it's cool having communities like this. One thing about DDP and Two Men is we have two awesome groups that have come together that are just positive and fun but that patron side you kind of bring in some stuff that's maybe even not so disney you can be a little more adult like i love what you guys are doing over there with that i like i was like okay i'm missing out i need to become a patron member too so i joined you know this week because i was like i i can't be i had major fomo of what was happening over there (laughs) at the two men facebook group so uh super exciting man for those of you don't know me my name is justin i am uh one of the hosts of ddp today me and four other guys started years ago as a disney dads podcast uh, seems like a life lifetime ago. Um, and I am also the director of sales for Away With Me Travel, the official sponsor of Two Men in the Mouse. So, super excited about that. I get to know a lot of you guys by booking your great Disney vacations, vacations all over the world, get to chat with you, meet your families. It's just an absolute blast to be able to get to know you through that avenue as well. And uh, also, we have a wide range of shows here on the YDF Media Network, something that we run, and everything from Disney to Universal to travel in general. Come over, check them all out. Lots of great content for you put out each and every week for you to uh, spend your time with a lot of different people
1: that's that's a fantastic commercial there i mean i'm all in my first rodeo pete has had nothing but uh wonderful things to say about all of his experiences so you know and uh i'm looking forward to next time uh you know we go on a disney cruise we're definitely booking that with you and you know we have been looking uh because you know the cruises can't come quick enough oh Uh, i know (laughs) Um all right. Um oh and real quick before we dive into the news, I also just wanted to give a little plug to the Morty Monster YouTube channel yeah. over at youtube.com slash Morty Monster. We've had two great videos that we put up in recent in recent weeks. Um I'm trying to do two videos a week. It's my deadline week for my book right now. So I have footage for two more videos. Three more videos, actually, in my camera, but I have not gotten around to scripting and editing and doing all recording and all that fun stuff. Uh, so we will be having... So right now we have a tour of the Disney Wish on there, and we have a uh, the, the top eight snacks under $8 in the Magic Kingdom. That Ooh, that's was, a good one. Yeah, I was really happy to do that. one. Originally, it was going to be top five snacks under $5, and I was like, oh... <laughs>
0: Well, there you're getting not- free waters, Kev? What are you getting? Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> packet of M&Ms, peanut or plain. Uh, so after tax, that's over $5. It doesn't matter. That's true. Happening. That's true.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but we have coming up the the top ways to keep cool in the Magic Kingdom and the brutal Florida heat, uh, kind of taking off on like what Pete and I were discussing last week on Two Men and the Mouse. And then uh, we also have coming up a... Um, Morty's going to be doing a guided walking tour of the Magic Kingdom, starting with Main Street USA. So we filmed content starting at the Transportation and Ticket Center, going all the way down Main Street USA. We're talking about what's there, what used to be there, um, you know, what you can get, food, the ice cream, the the various secrets and windows that are on Main Street, the story of Main Street. Like we are this is going to be an in-depth series. Like these are not going to be short videos, this uh, walking tour.
0: I love it. You know what's so exciting for me with Morty is it's such a great invitation for not only kids but adults that maybe have not gotten into Disney to really dive into the parks and really kind of learn some of the things. It's you know a lot of people go to Disney, Kevin. They just go and they say, "Oh, I just want to ride the rides." I you know they don't hear the story. And everything right. at Disney is about story. And having it come from Morty is just I, I'm so happy he's back. I am. We're talking about it every show on DDP. Like I cannot tell people enough. Go over check that check out Morty on YouTube because. Morty is such an awesome character. He does such a great job of telling you about the parks. And listen, if you have kids that um, maybe aren't as interested in the parks, sh- introduce them to Morty. That's, that's the way to go.
1: Well, the the goal of Morty initially was, you know, I had a friend who was like, You know, they they were going on a trip and I was like, oh, well, are you watching like the video blogs with the kids? Like, are you watching like Tim Tracker or, you know, Big Fat Panda or all those? And she was like, yeah, I mean, like I love them. But like the kids kind of like, you know, they zone out. They don't really like because it's all like information. And I said, oh, well, what if we could combine information with like a cool, like fun, funny character that kids would get into? Then you have a suddenly now you have a video blog that the entire family can get together and enjoy
0: so. yeah i mean it's it's genius i i've i've always loved morty and uh, i think the the sky's the limit for what our monster friend can take on with the uh, with the parks for sure
1: oh, thank you so much i really appreciate that are you ready to jump into the news this week let's roll all right the news starting with worldwide news we actually got two little bits of worldwide news but they're not actually little bits they are epic huge amazing bits uh for starters if you drive into the parks like me uh, this is going to make your entire day. Parking lot trams will finally be returning to service at all four Walt Disney World theme parks.
0: Yeah, this is uh finally. Yeah, this is seems a long way from like uh, this should have happened a year ago. Like, let me just go and say this because I, I drive to the parks as well. And you know what it's like doing a half mile, three quarter mile before you even start your day in the park mm-hmm. in the Florida heat. And then it's not even for me, Kev. It's not even the walk into the park. It's the walk out of the park.
1: Yes. A hundred and ten percent it's the walkout. And at Hollywood, like Hollywood can be a Trek Epcot, especially if they park you in like those space lots that are that I'm convinced are actually in outer space. They're so far away from the entrance. Like and you know, you're walk and and they promised last about a year ago. They were like by the end of the year, parking trams will be back in or all four parks. We got it at, at Magic and we got it at Animal Kingdom, which were, you know, admittedly the two where it was needed the most, I would say.
0: Yeah. Can I admit to something? On yeah. Here? So, I and I've been so tempted to try it again. So there was one time we were driving into Hollywood Studios, the, you know, and it never fails, Kev. You drive in and they point you to the left or the right, you know, uh-huh. depending on which side you're going to. And you look to the right and there's no cars at all. And then you look to the left and you're back in like the very, very back of the lot. Yeah. Well, my daughter needed to use the restroom. And so I rolled down the window. I was like, hey, can I drop them off up there? My daughter really needs to use the restroom. And the guy goes, oh, it's okay. Just park up in the very front. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a bit of extra magic that you got and there.
0: And I was like, "Well, check that out." So then I thought, "Will she have to use the restroom every time I go to the I, park?" You know, I would not go to that well too
1: many times. They're gonna be like, <laughs> oh it's the guy with the guy, it's with that the guy ki- in the Kia again." It's you the know? guy in the Kia with the key to has to pee. Don't believe him uh but yeah the uh but you know what like in speaking of the parking lots like the magic kingdom parking lot i was actually thinking about this the other day when i was there filming with morty i'm walking back to the car because i actually like so i went like on an app like two in the afternoon mm-hmm. and they parked me in zerg which is yeah. like the first lot and i'm like wow it is really kind of dead here today isn't it uh so yeah you know, zerg the, the the tram doesn't go to zerg so you're walking but handicap overflow goes into Zerg. And so, mm-hmm. like, my parents have a handicap sticker for my mom. And uh, so we used it when I brought them to, to Magic Kingdom. And we, like, they parked us in Zerg and there was no tram. And we, like, but they parked us on, like, like you know there's, like, Zerg kind of makes, like, an L shape? Yeah. They parked us on, like, the other side of the L. So, like, hmm. this is, like, the regular parking lot at this point. And I said to my father, I was like, because, you know, my mom's, like, struggling, like, with this walk. And I'm like, this would have been, like, quicker if we had parked in, you know, Simba or, yeah. or Scar. Taken and taken the tram. The, and taken the parking tram. It would have been, yeah. it, it, there would have been far less of a walk. And, yes, they have those wheelchairs. But then you have to send someone to get them and, you know, bring it over. And it's a whole ordeal. So, yeah. that I'm, seems like an oversight. Yeah, The, the parking, I mean, like, there's, there's a charm to the parking tram that I have missed a lot. And also, you know, like. I, I'm not ashamed to admit my fiance and I have gone to like Epcot and like, or Hollywood studios. We saw the parking lot and they saw where they, we saw where they were parking us and we were like, let's go somewhere else. And we left.
0: Oh yeah. I've done that. I've completely changed my, my whole plan whenever it's come down to that before. Oh yeah. I've, I've pulled in and gone. This is way more crowded than I thought it was going to be. Kev, I've been so bad. I'll just not go to the park, but I guess that's kind of being a low, you know, somewhat local yeah. for me that, yeah, for sure. Like, ah, I'll just skip the park today. Uh, All right,
1: so lack of tram service has been a source of guest complaints and even reached late night TV. Stephen Colbert mocked uh, Disney Parks (laughs) with this on his show, Um, and they are saying that they will all be back. Um, So service resumed in Animal Kingdom on May 27th and Magic Kingdom in December of 2021. But the trams are mothballed at Epcot and Hollywood Studios still. But that is going to... um, change this september when all four parks will once again have parking trams so big news very excited
0: two things uh one what a genius way of writing that the trams have been mothballed
1: yeah i know right (laughs) that's pretty good that's wwmagic.com good for them (laughs) hey that's
0: that's that's pretty solid to say they've been mothballed that's just a that, that gives me that that picture in my head two it's ironic to me that they waited till the end of summer to do this
1: i know we've already experienced like the blazing hot summer with like the heat rising off the blacktop to smack us in the face so
0: yeah it's almost like they're laughing the, the, the tram the tram czars are laughing over exactly. over us walking
1: exactly um, especially this summer i mean this summer's been so beastly here it's been unbelievable uh so uh in our, in further worldwide news dining at walt disney world resort just got easier with a new upgrade to the meal reservation system i'm sure you noticed this i have yeah Uh, So Disney has begun rolling out a major upgrade to its dining reservation system for Walt Disney World restaurants using the My Disney Experience app or the Walt Disney World website. You can now view all available reservation time slots for each restaurant, just like on Open Table. The system previously only showed a few available slots based on a specified time frame. Uh, Restaurant reservation time slots are now all sorted by meal period, so you can view which menu is being served during a reservation. This will be especially useful for reservations around 4 p.m. when restaurants are turning over from lunch to dinner. The new system is currently available for everyone on the website but only for some users on my Disney experience. It appears that Disney is gradually rolling out these new features so you might have to wait to use that new functionality on the app. So this is good news.
0: I have used the new system. Um yeah, so tell us we do a, Yeah, we do a lot of dining. Yeah, it's it is more convenient in the fact that you can say, "Hey, I, I want to do a lunch," and now instead of having three times that say 12.05, and twelve fifteen, right. uh, now I can actually see an assortment of times that it's kind of available around that lunch time. They do have an all now. The, I used it just most recently with Disneyland. They do have an all day button. I am going to go and tell you that I don't think that all day button is really showing you all the times, so don't right. take that. It's almost like with the old system, you would be able to if you search dinner. It would mm-hmm. show you a couple times, but if you went search like six o'clock, it would show you more specific times around six o'clock.
1: That's interesting.
0: That that all day is kind of the same way. Um, so don't if if you push all day just because you're thinking we'll eat whenever, uh, but you're looking for more specific time, go ahead and choose like that dinner or choose and see if you can get something a little more specific. Surprised they didn't do this before because you have things like OpenTable, Resi, and all those that you can see all the times. And actually, if you're little tip, if you're eating at Disney Springs, it's almost easier to use OpenTable or Resi to find some reservations there than it is to use the Disney app. One, the cancellation policy is much better uh-huh. uh, in the fact that you're not as hamstrung. Um, two, it's just it tended in the past to always have more open availability than the Disney World app would. But this might change the game. This might make it to where now it's a one-stop shop. You can just go to the Disney app, even if you're going to Springs, you'll be able to find that reservation.
1: And therein lies the goal: it's to keep you on the app, to keep you on the website, to keep you just kind of within like the Disney family of, yeah. of yeah, you know, that the, that tech stack that they have there. Um, and you know, I mean, I have no problem with that. It's just as long as it works, because you know, when Disney rolls out technology, it often doesn't work. <laughs> like when I was film- when I was with Morty filming the um, the snacks at Epcot or not Epcot Magic Kingdom, uh, so I was trying to mobile order the Haunted Mansion Milkshake from Columbia Harbor House. The mobile order was not like, like they had upgraded the mobile order too. And it's like an entirely different system now, but it was only showing me like, like Pinocchio Village House. Yeah. And nobody had any idea what was going on. So I just go inside and order. It wasn't a big deal, but like, you know, we used that mobile order religiously in the parks. I mean, like that is one of my biggest tips to people is mobile order and mobile checkout. Like these are these are your best friends when you are in that park because you save so much time. I mean, especially at a place like Casey's. Mobile, oh my gosh, yeah. Mobile order those corn dog nuggets and get them in 5 minutes instead of waiting on that line for 20.
0: Well, a lot of places too are going in the parks are going to strictly mobile order i mean they're they're made it's where you have to mobile order yes um, yeah. there, there may be like there's a few that may have like one register open if you still need to walk up an order but you can see the direction it's going like they're they're trying to make it to where it's almost like going to, to walmart to buy something like mm-hmm. there's maybe one cash register but you're you're right you're doing your own stuff it always drives me crazy when they're like can we see your receipt i'm like you didn't train me to check out these items okay you can't get mad <laughs> at me if i miss something
1: it's not uh, the way it works yeah cosmic rays um I believe is all mobile order.
0: I don't think I believe they, it is. I, I don't think is. they
1: have any. Um, yeah, I don't think they have any registers open. So if you want to hear the dulcet tones of Sunny Eclipse, you better be. Uh, you know, you you better be on top of your mobile order. So. Um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's great news. That's going to help a lot of people, though, being able to see the entire day. I know, like, when my fiance makes those reservations, she gets annoyed by, like, the, the small window. It's, it's great. She makes all the reservations now, like, I don't have to do it. Like, it's also, so we are actually recording this in the evening. Normally, Mm. Pete and I record in the morning. So, uh, this might actually be the first episode of Two Men and the Mouse that my fiance's ever heard because she's sitting right there.
0: Oh, that's always that's always strange, isn't it? Because like I record in the evening just because of work. I've yeah. been working all throughout the day. But um. and we normally do do evening times. And sometimes Katie will be sitting in the living room and she can hear me. And I'm always in the back of my head thinking, am I saying something really dumb right now? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, no, I, I, don't, I'm having I don't know what exact it is.
1: Same thing. <laughs> like everything I'm saying right now, I'm like, is she judging me? Is she judging what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. No, she's on her phone. I don't think she's judging oh, good. me. OK,
0: good. All right. Yeah, I'm watching you. The dog's the only one judging me right now, so I'm in good shape.
1: Well, yeah, no, our dog is is asleep in her lap, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, domestic bliss. Uh, okay, so resort news. Uh, big news for you guys if you are making a reservation for the Yacht and Beach Club coming up soon, because what would you say is the biggest benefit of the Yacht and Beach Club other than its proximity to Epcot? I would say this guy's the best pool on property is what I would go yep. with. Yep, Stormalong Bay, and it is closing for a lengthy refurbishment. So, storm. yeah, so it's going to be closed for a five month refurbishment in 2025. So you guys got some time. A uh, lot of notice. It's going to be January 2025 through May 2025. So that is a long time with no storm along Bay. I mean, this is a three acre pool with one of the highest hotel water slides at Walt Disney World Resort, a lazy river, three world pool spas, two kiddie pools and an elevated tanning deck that completes the area the routine refurbishment will include Stormalong bay and the shipwreck disney is advising guests that they will continue to be able to use the tidal admiral and dune cove leisure pools or as it Hmm. is more colloquially called among disney fans the quiet pool
0: hmm yeah i kev i don't know this we're gonna have to see a major discount in beach club if this is the case because that's the draw look it's great being able to walk into epcot you know and but whenever I talk to people and they want to stay at Beach Club, it's it's for Storm Long Bay. It's not it's not for the proximity to Epcot. It's just not.
1: It's really the it's really like the major thing that's made me always want to stay there is so I'm like, well, it's the best pool. Like, ever. it's great, it's fun. You know, it's um. So yeah, that is going to be uh, a thing going on over there over at uh, our old friend the Yacht and Beach Club. So yeah, plan trip accordingly. However, I will say that I stayed at Caribbean Beach while they were doing the renovation on old port royale and because of it they gave us a um a really cool pin set
0: oh i've had that happen yeah yeah
1: like they gave us this pin set that was like i've never taken the pins off the little board that it came on because the board is like the the old port royale pool and it's like mickey donald or sorry it's goofy donald and minnie like swimming in the pool
0: that's really cool yeah yeah, i like stuff like that yeah. Can I tell you the only thing about Beach Club 2, the pool, and people don't realize this, and I tell people if they have young children, uh-huh. you know, let's say you have a four, five, six, seven-year-old, whatever. It's t- – to access the slide, you have to leave – the pro- technically, you have to leave the property. Do you really? Yeah, you have to walk across the uh the, you know, the the circle going around the boardwalk in Epcot, the walkway there. Huh. You have to leave the gate and go through another gate to go up to, to go up the stairs to go to the slide.
1: I had no idea I mean I've never been in Stormalong Bay because I've never yeah. seen a beach club, so. So
0: think about it. So if you have young kids, that means yeah. as an adult now I have to get up, go walk because they're actually physically leaving the gate into a, what would be a public area. Anybody right. can walk that area. Right. And then walk them over to the slide oh, and let them go scary.
1: up. that's scary. Yeah, I don't like that. It's kind of strange, right? Yeah, it is kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we got no water park news other than the fact that I still really like the Disney water parks. Um, yeah, me too. Do you have the Do you have water park on your, uh, your AV? Yeah, yeah we, I do. We got it this year for the first time, and I'm a big fan of it. I mean, we didn't make the most of it this year, but I am determined to start going more, especially now that we live together. It's a lot easier to just like kind of be like, ah, oh, water park, okay, like... Um, but yeah, the, i just because I really want Blizzard Beach to reopen. Yeah, I believe it's still just too. Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with Typhoon Lagoon. I like Typhoon Lagoon. I just, I have not been to Blizzard Beach since I was 12 years old.
0: Well, cause it's closed all the time. It is I feel always like it's just, closed. I feel like they open it for two days and they're like, ah, let's close for another refurb. We can do something else. Like it's just, it I, constantly well, closes.
1: There was a couple of like the, um, was it slush and gusher or something like that mm-hmm. where it kept like yeah. leaking. Yeah, it did and they, they had, had they had major issues? They had to completely rebuild that system in it. Yeah, yeah, and they do not like to put money into those water parks. Like no, no, no. Those no. water parks are kind of a time capsule of like the mid to late nineties. Like they, like I think um, it was a big deal when they did uh, Misadventure Falls, which yep. was originally Misfortune Falls, and I guess they you know didn't like that name anymore. Uh, that was the that's like the only time they've added an attraction into the water park since they opened, I believe.
0: Yeah, I, I'm doing, I'm actually, I'm doing H2O Glow next week. Oh, very um, nice. Yeah, we always enjoy that event. Last two times I've done it, it just poured the rain, they ended up canceling. So I'm yeah. hoping, cross my fingers, third time's a charm. I've done it before, but. We, I was at a, I was at a DVC
1: event one time. Uh, Moonlight Magic? Yeah, I was at Moonlight Magic at Typhoon Lagoon, and it was really cool. It's fun, yeah. Yeah, I ate a lot of Mickey bars that night.
0: You have to, that's the whole, that's the whole deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it, I was very sick. Uh <laughs> But can't wait for Typhoon, for I mean, love Typhoon Lagoon, can't wait for Blizzard Beach to come back. No Disney Springs news this week, uh, but we do have some Magic Kingdom news. We are getting that Encanto meet and greet that we were promised, and that is coming in September, according to www.magic.com. They said uh, Mirabelle from Walt Disney Animation Studios and Encanto will begin meeting and greeting with guests in her magical casita. At Magic Kingdom starting September 15th, 2023. Mirabelle will greet guests in the former fairy tale garden that was previously home to Merida. I did see Merida recently. So I saw like the, there is still a Merida meet and greet. She's meeting mm-hmm. actually over in that little gazebo behind okay, the yeah. old Christmas shop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I that's, a hidden, that's a hidden good spot. That's where Jack and Sally used to be. That's where we met the stepsisters the day we got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. was so we rubbed it in their faces a little bit.
0: I just did the Mirabelle meet and greet. That's how you do this?
1: The Mirabelle? No, I was talking about the step-sister, Cinderella stepsisters.
0: Yeah, I did the Mirabelle. It's already in Disneyland.
1: Oh, okay. So how is that one?
0: It's great. It's fantastic. Like she was awesome. Um, her casita was great. I mean, the backdrop's amazing. Uh, so you having that in Walt Disney World is going to be huge. I love, I Kev, I love new characters coming to the parks. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm a big kid at heart. I love seeing the characters. So anytime they're bringing something new, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, I I mean, so we were promised a couple of new character experiences coming to Walt Disney World this fall, I believe, or fall into twenty twenty four. That mm. was Mirabelle in Magic Kingdom. We were promised Moana in Animal Kingdom. I believe taking over the Pocahontas area, and we're and Figment coming to Epcot. And still, we no word on Figment yet. But I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be like the eight foot tall Figment, right? Like, it, oh, it, of course, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it,
0: going to be huge. Yeah, and it's gonna be right there in that spot where Wreck-It Ralph and Penelope were. Probably. Is what I'm expecting.
1: I mean, like we're not lucky enough to actually get like
0: like the Dreamfinder Dream Finder Fig- with
1: Figment puppet. Like, probably not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, uh, Bruno is coming to Magic Kingdom. Actually, also from Encanto. That is our next bit of news here. But don't get too excited. It is not a meet and greet. Uh, Starting September 15th, 2023, Bruno from Encanto will be joining the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade at Magic Kingdom. The mini parade steps off in Frontierland, travels through Liberty Square around the hub and finally along Main Street USA multiple times each day. I actually saw this when I was leaving the other day. And right now it's um, so you've got like the guys on the on the ground, which is a lot of like the head characters and Mm -hmm. Aladdin and Jasmine, the Genie, uh, the Incredibles. And then on the floats, I saw pocahontas elena of avalor hmm. uh mirabelle raya and there were a couple more i don't remember off the top of my head but yeah they were it was uh you know they're playing that vamos vamos the song that is in your head for the rest of forever the, whole the time. second you hear it yeah uh, uh so.
0: that's one of the best things that come out of covid
1: oh the character cavalcades i agree. love them i agree yeah. they're great they're great. they They give you an they give you an opportunity. Like if your if your kids don't really like dig the character meet and greets. Like if they're afraid to get too close, they can wave from the sidewalk. I think it's a fantastic idea.
0: Yeah, I, I mean like, that's the one thing. I'm like I I'll take all the character cavalcades you want. To do. And the fact the fact they do them by boat in Animal Kingdom. And oh, do, yeah. you know it's just it's perfect. I, I miss love
1: it. I miss the Hollywood Studios one though. That one was so much fun. Yeah, the it's a Disney Junior party. All right. Like, have you I, been to
0: the Disney Junior show recently?
1: No. I have no reason to go to the Disney mm-hmm. Jr. show. <laughs> All right.
0: I'll be I'll be there next weekend, let's you and I just go to the Disney Jr. show. We'll just yeah, go and creep great. out everybody that'll sitting there. Yeah. Um so have you ever done it before? I had uh, years ago?
1: So I was with a um a friend who had little kids, and we went to the Disney Jr. live on stage when it was the puppets.
0: Okay. So that yeah, was yeah, the, the last time. Like, okay, I've been so you in saw there. that one. Yes, I saw that one. It's like twenty four minutes long. However long it was, it was great. Yeah. Played some live stories, live puppeteering, fantastic. Right. This one's like eight minutes long, and they introduce the character the characters about to dance for like thirty seconds, and then goes away. And oh, then they introduce the introduce character comes out to dance for thirty seconds. <sighs> I was like, man, go back to the puppets. Yeah. They well, really why don't... are you taking away all the puppets from Walt Disney World? You they... know, we lose the Muppets. We lose that. Like, what are you doing? You know, one of the, speaking of cavalcades
1: in in Disneyland, they had a Muppet cavalcade. Did you remember that? no what yeah was it, this? it was during it was kind of during like the COVID era it was oh it would, i did see a picture it would go yeah it would go down main street it was in one of the main street vehicles and it was the puppets yeah so i was like you know all about that i thought that was great i'm really hoping that the 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 hollywood studios christmas party the um i forget the name of it off the top of my head but uh <laughs> the uh, yeah uh, they say that kermit and piggy are hosting a show i'm hoping that the
0: puppets will actually be there for that I would hope so. I hope it's not just on the screen. Yeah,
1: me too. Especially because, like, I've met a lot of Disney puppeteers, and they're great people, and, like, they really deserve, like, their chance to, like, shine with this stuff. Like, because they, if you think about puppeteers, they had, um, they had great moments in history. They had- Fantastic. Awesome show. Little Mermaid live on stage, and they had Disney Junior uh, live
0: nemo nemo's still there but still you know nemo yes. I mean, yeah but so the you're nemo still getting a little puppets,
1: love i mean the nemo puppets are kind of like you know they're they're trigger puppets you you're not really puppet like you're you're controlling the eyes i believe yeah. with like a little like dial <laughs> on the right. handle and the mouth with a little trigger on the
0: are you one of two people so i can't people always say this about broadway yeah um i love broadway love going to shows me too when you go to like lion king some people say i'll go to lion king the first after 30 minutes i don't even see the humans. And I look at them and I go, I can definitely see the humans. They're yeah, right no, there. Yeah, no. like, the scar's like a dude. Like he's yeah. just, like got a face. Like, <laughs> I no, can't, I can't disconnect. Can you? No, no, I can't.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> maybe it's just like Avenue Q. People are like, I can't see the people anymore. I'm like, no, that's like a guy right <laughs> there. Like they're right acting, and they're right acting there. too. Like when you do the Avenue Q style of, of, <laughs> of puppeteering, like yeah. you have to act with your face and everything. So I don't know. that's uh. fun. So the Liberty Square Riverboat is closing for another refurbishment. I
0: feel like this is the most
1: frequently refurbished attraction in all of Walt Disney World. And I don't understand it. it.
0: Like, what are they doing? Well, they had to put the new track in, which that may be one of my favorite moments of DDP today. And that was like four years ago when Jay didn't realize that the boat was on a track. And oh. we said this during the middle of one of the shows about them refurbing and replacing the track. And it was like just just uh, watching a kid's just dream die. Like, oh he, he couldn't believe it. <laughs> when he got on, he was going for an actual ride, you know? Like somebody
1: was actually piloting Somebody's like,
0: yeah. All aboard, you know? Yeah,
1: Mark Twain was like, let's yeah. go, folks. I'm actually <laughs> piloting this steamboat. No, that is, that's not what's happening. So the closure of Liberty uh, Square River Boat will begin August 21st, uh, so that was as of two days ago, and it's going through August 29th, reopening to guests at the end of the month on August 30th. So there you go. If you're going to Magic Kingdom this week and you've got your heart set on the Liberty Square Riverboat, first of all, I want to meet you because I want to ask you about your priorities, and (laughs) Uh, secondly, you're out of luck. Uh, So, you know, one thing that has been missing, uh, there's been one thing that's been missing from the Magic Kingdom this Halloween season and that has been the inflatable pumpkins on the Magic Kingdom toll booth. Have you noticed that they have not been present?
0: I haven't, but I haven't driven to the park since. Well, let's see. They put up Halloween decorations in March, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I haven't, I haven't driven over there since uh, since they've had them up. So yeah, no. they, I, they, I go, they went
1: up August first, and uh, those two Mickey pumpkins usually are like your telltale sign, like when you pull in that, like, hey, there's a party tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's because, the
0: weenie for uh for mickey's not so scary
1: right like and if you're if you're like me and you've ever like gone to magic kingdom and been like i'm gonna stay through dinner probably and then you're like <laughs> oh there's a party tonight it's closing at six i'm not staying here okay uh it's that's a happening. midnight night tonight
0: for me and yep. not here all yep. right yeah
1: um so the boxes that the that were not in position before the first party um and there's still no sign of the inflatables. Hmm. so interesting yep those are not happening apparently this year uh over in epcot we've got journey of water uh the cast previews are happening again coming up which has pushed the opening date we believe into somewhere in october
0: so So. we just on ddp today i think go back two episodes or so Mm -hmm. we had a very special guest uh she was the one of the first people to ever do journey um uh, on a journey of water. I always that's want to cool. say way of water. Um, and was, she it was. It sounds like
1: it should be way of water, right? Like well, you know why? It's the catchy. new Avatar. Oh yeah,
0: that's why. I keep seeing it on Disney Plus, and so I'm like, you know, uh, so, and I just want to. So maybe it shouldn't be
1: that because that movie was garbage. I haven't seen uh, it yet. I it can't do- make myself sit down and watch it, dude. If you if you want to waste three hours of your life, be my guest. But like, I mean, like even Morty Monster was negative about it in the in the Disney Wish video.
0: Like that's something interesting. Is that is that yeah? that's it's the first thing, Is that where you I, saw I it?
1: No. No, but no okay, I was not taking right. three hours out of my cruise I was about for saying, James Cameron. That's no. an interesting <laughs> way to do a Disney cruise. Yeah. No, no, no. We did actually go to one of the theaters though. We watched uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, the theaters are great on cruise line. Yeah. we watched we watched a lot of films on there. Yeah, but no, um, we were
1: we were not. We did um, we did like a enormous IMAX screen for Avatar because uh, you know I get, that's like the way to watch it. But like you have to with these movies, like it is just there was a really good hour and a half long movie buried somewhere in almost four hours of of just nonsense
0: that's typically how it goes and it's, like we it's, have to hit a three hour you know it's, moment. it's, it's
1: like, all it's also like like you're seeing all these like like just panning shots of water and i'm like i get it james cameron you like water
0: <laughs> you swam to make the movie we get it yes um, you, you,
1: you enjoy the fact that like the titanic exists or whatever right
0: he's just obsessed with it we uh yeah we had charlotte on who is actually dossie dave's daughter here's the cool part, Kev. So. For cast members, they actually do a camp for kids during the summer that you can go to Disney for camp. Huh. And so they take them to Animal Kingdom. They do a lot of stuff behind the sea, like behind the seeds tour, like all that kind of stuff. Like the kids but of it, cast members, you mean? Only kids of cast members. You okay. have to pay for it. It's still a camp. But at the end of it, they actually took them and let them do the new journey. Uh, uh,
1: That's so cool.
0: Yeah. And so Charlotte came on and told us all about it everything that's happening with it um so she actually did it before cm previews before you know any of that stuff so very very cool i think it'll be fun are you looking forward to it i mean i think it'll be i mean i'm like okay it'll be cool to walk through i guess like it's not i'm not like it's
1: like i'm not a guardians level hype for it but like
0: there's a big splash pad at the very end for the kids to play in that's cool but my kid's 11 now she's gonna be like you know whatever right so, these uh, kids don't know how good they have it, Kev. When uh, we just yeah. had our jumping water lily we pads, did. With we, our day, we did.
1: We so. did, and Bean Bunny hitting it with the lollipop like it was a <laughs> tennis ball. Have you ever seen Muppets <laughs> Go to Walt Disney World? Uh, I don't know if I've seen that or not. We might have to Pete and I. One of our uh, watch alongs that we're going to do for Patreon is going to be Muppets Go to Walt Disney World. Oh, I'd love have, to sit in. We might have to have you sit in on that one. I'd love because to because it's a it's a good time that that because I I have it so it was never released like it was never never officially got a release. I had it yeah. taped i had it i had it recorded on a vCR the night that it aired on ABC and uh yeah the and then I burned that onto a DVD and I gave it to Pete. It was one of like the it was kind of like one of the ways that like our friendship kind of started. Like I was just like hey, <laughs> like we started talking about Disney and like I'm trying to like get more, become more friendly with them because every geek wants to be friends with this comic book guy. And right. I'm like, you ever see Muppets go to Walt Disney World? He's like, no. And I'm like, oh well, let me burn you a copy.
0: And like, <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the questions I asked him too was how did you two get to know each other? So we talked about it on our patron.
1: Oh God, I, uh, you know what? I'm just fascinated like to see how he would tell that story because I tell it story all the time and
0: it was just like he came in my store and we just started talking <laughs> yeah pretty much he was like yeah he liked disney i like disney and we became friends and then he was like he told me that two men well i mean we're gonna off topic but told me two men originally started as kind of like a test show for another show you guys were gonna do yeah and then you you hit it off and it became two men and the mouse man which you know now everyone loves
1: yeah I, it was uh we, we were talking about doing like kind of like a comic-y like comic book show yeah. and it was just like one of those like um you know, ideas we kicked around, and I liked Lou Mangiello, and, you know, that was it. Um So, okay, so anyway, Disney has announced to cast members that Journey of Water uh, will be available for cast member previews from September 1st through the 22nd. So that means that the actual guest soft openings will likely not happen until at least September 23rd at the earliest. Disney has not yet confirmed that there will be any guest previews for Journey of Water. Uh, however, they have recently announced our next bit of news, which is that the Club 33 members
0: will be getting previews. So all 12 of them, I guess. <laughs> like. uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'll be shocked if they don't do a AP and DVC preview as well, even yeah. if it's only like a week or two. Typically so I they do this even expect open until October. Yeah,
1: even with like new areas, they typically do like yeah. when, like Toy Story Land and, and Pandora. Like I had previews to both of those. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, the club 33 members will have their preview on September 9th, 2023. Um, so good for them. I'm so happy for, yeah. Enjoy it. I'm so happy for club 33 members.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, okay. So no Hollywood studios news, no animal kingdom news. We do have some outside Walt Disney world news this week, kind of mm-hmm. a rarity, but you know, when big things are happening outside of the Walt Disney world bubble, we like to report on them. And that is, uh, A big Disneyland bit of news, and that is that Tiana's Palace restaurant will be opening in Disneyland September 7th, 2023. So now I'm sure this is on your radar.
0: Yeah, this is new. Like, this is exciting because I'll tell you this. Dining inside of Disneyland a little bit reminds me of dining inside the Magic Kingdom. There's options. But other than, like, Blue Bayou, like, I... And Disneyland, but my West Coast people are just going to crush me. Look, we just I spent know. four days out there with 90 of our closest friends from the <laughs> DDP. Um, but I, 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 I'm excited for this. Like, I I will be – real one, I'm going to tell Pete because, Pete, you know, Pete's got some stuff coming up. You got to check this out, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but two, yeah, this is going to give you another option. No one can complain about more dining options inside of any of the parks. Like, I just don't find at any point I will be complaining if they add something new dining-wise. Just hope they – right. The will be great. I hope the menu is good. That's the only thing.
1: Right. I mean, like I remember I was so excited when Skipper Canteen opened and then I went to right. Skipper Canteen and I was like, oh.
0: Have you given another try recently?
1: Um, Not in a couple years. I think it was uh, it. probably like four years ago was probably the last time I tried it. And it was a little bit better then. But I was like, mm, still kind of like meh about it. But I would like to try it again because I've heard they revamped the menu. And they people, did. Yeah, There were people that talk pretty like passionate. One of our patrons, I believe, actually even said in the Facebook, page, like that was their favorite restaurant.
0: I think it's my favorite restaurant in Magic Kingdom. Really, outside of Pecos Bills.
1: Oh, see, for me, like it's Liberty Tree Tavern. Like, oh, I, I like all Liberty, but it's the
0: same as like. I can go there. I or can garden get, like, grill. I, yeah, yeah, garden grill, and like it's all it's kind of the same menu. This is unique, man. You can go there, and they did revamp the menu a couple years back, and it's it's definitely better than it used to be.
1: Alright. Well, inside Tiana's Palace, you'll be surrounded by the colors of Mardi Gras as you sit at yellow tabletops on warm, vanilla-covered chairs with green seats and the shades of yellow and green umbrellas. Uh, below the lit marquee that reads Tiana's Palace hanging above a metallic gold balcony is an emerald green wrought iron railing and awnings dyed in yellow and green reminiscent of Tiana's former ball gown. Guests can expect a menu capturing the essence of New Orleans with some ingredients sourced from Louisiana and the convenience of mobile ordering through the Disneyland app. The opening will also mark the return of the mint julep bar. Now, is this a table service or a counter service uh, establishment?
0: I don't know. I, I'm a, I was assuming it's, I a, thought it was table it's a table then service. They're
1: talking about mobile ordering, though.
0: Then I would say it's counter service. Uh, probably. Unless mm-hmm. unless the... Oh, I, man, what a great concept, though. If, you, if it is table service, you could mobile order certain items that would be interesting if you could start mobile
1: ordering for table service that like from
0: like a bar area or something yeah like
1: that. yeah. Or like while you're sitting and waiting you can like review the menu and like that way you're eating faster you know
0: so i've eaten at tiana's place on the one on the disney wonder um i was on board for the panama canal a couple years ago okay and uh, fantastic like the food was great the entertainment was amazing had live performers um what's the alligator's name now uh, lewis. lewis had lewis coming around so if it's anything like that, I, I don't think they're going to have like the you know characters walking around. But still, that would I'm down. I'm, I'm up for it. Also, Disneyland's so laid back with characters. They just kind of walk around anyways. Right. Right. So our last bit of news this week, Di- the Disney
1: Cruise Line is revealing the Disney Treasure in virtual unveiling event on August the 30th. That is exciting. Uh, So this will be a virtual world premiere of Unlocking the Disney Treasure Adventure awaits on board Disney's newest ship. The video will unveil new details about the Disney Treasure, the sixth ship in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Viewers will learn about its dining, family entertainment, and unique areas. According to Disney Cruise Line, the design of the Disney Treasure is influenced by Walt Disney's passion for exploration and embodies the theme of adventure. Features include the ship's Grand Hall, inspired by Grand Palaces, and taking cues from Asian, African, and the Disney classic Aladdin. The sixth ship in the Disney Cruise Line fleet, the Disney Treasure, will set sail in 2024. Um, so, it looks like Aladdin and Jasmine are going to be our gold statue in the in the atrium for this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I look, cool. Disney Cruise Line's my, my jam, Kev. That's, you know... My jam I'm, now, too, so... Yeah, it's so addicting. I'm a platinum cruiser. Now, I'm kind of chasing that pearl you know yeah uh, i uh, I figured you would be (laughs) i'm going after it i will get it and just having more ships is going to be better the good part about more ships is one one of two things one it's going to allow more guests to sail which i think will help the the price point at somewhat you know in the long run as far as more ships you can you can have some better rates, you know, because right. here's the thing, it's so popular, they can price it kind of whatever they want right now, because when they only had four ships, now five, it's still only five ships, and it's one of the most popular, it is the most popular family cruise line in the world, um, and also another thing it does is by adding ships, it allows you to branch out to other locations that you they've never done, like, you know, heading to, I mean, do them more often, I would say, heading to Asia, heading to Australia, heading right. to these places that... Now, Disney fans around the world are going to have the option to sail and not have to pay to come to Port Canaveral or Galveston or San Diego or Alaska or, you know, all those locations.
1: Do we know Do we know what port the the treasure is going to be sailing out of? I would assume something in Europe, right? Like,
0: Not yet. I don't know. They, t- they tend to keep those newer ships closer to home just because so many people want to sail and right. they kind of branch out like the dream or the fantasy. Might be
1: Canaveral then. You never know.
0: Yeah, I, I would expect Canaveral or Miami, or Miami. for – yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize they moved the dream to Miami until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I got to shout out a YouTube channel that um, my fiance and I love. It's called Cruise with Ben and David. Okay. And they are the best. They're like this couple from uh, the UK. And like all they do is just, like go on cruises and like talk about it. And like I, I can't get I don't know why I cannot get enough of them.
0: Well, it's just, it's it's anytime, I swear, I promise you, and maybe I need to move to Europe or somewhere, because I feel like I would sound not only more interesting, but more intelligent if I moved right. to another country. Yeah, I mean, look, we love the way they pronounce things, like, they'll be yes. like,
1: we're up here on the Pule deck. <laughs> like <it's
0: laughs> Oh, fantastic. we were driving to school this morning, Kev, and randomly my daughter goes, pish posh, and I was like what (laughs) what what just happened what what just happened in our car yeah oh my goodness that's great all right well that's the
1: news this week Hey, that's a lot of news that was good yep all right well we need to take a quick breath and then we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week right now so stay tuned folks more two men and the mouse coming at you right away
0: hey listeners this is mark daniel and you're listening to two men and the mouse
1: Folks, since the very inception of Two Men in the Mouse, it was all about information, bringing information to you guys and, you know, sharing kind of our experiences, preferences, knowledge even uh, with you. And we have not done this in a while, but we love on Two Men in the Mouse to open up the email bag, which is what we used to call it. But now it's kind of like the... Facebook group comments bag because we just kind of sourced the questions from the Facebook group. Uh, So originally this week, Pete and I were going to be continuing the Two Men in the Mouse Walt Disney World Tour, uh, where we were going to be stepping into World Showcase, uh, going country by country. Uh, I gave you guys the option as whether you wanted us to start in Mexico or whether you preferred to do things the proper way and start things in Canada. Uh, but you guys chose Mexico, so next week Pete and I will be stepping off into Mexico. But it didn't feel right to do the World Tour without Pete. Now that we got Justin here with his wealth of Disney knowledge, uh, I figured it was a great idea for this week, our e-ticket attraction of the week, where Justin and I will be answering your Disney questions. So this is going to be questions about things like Walt Disney World, the cruise line, basically all the things that you guys want to know. But before we get into that, I need to touch on our e-ticket attraction from last week. Uh, which was, you know, beating the heat in Walt Disney World. I forgot to read the comments from our friends around the world. So, if you will indulge me, Justin, uh, I feel like their 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 voice has to be heard. Like, this of course. Um, so, I asked you guys last week, what do you do to beat the heat when in Walt Disney World? So, Benjamin Wallman, one of our wonderful patrons, says, stay home until 7 to 8 p.m., <laughs> which... You know,
0: <laughs> it sounds like Ben.
1: not bad. Yeah. Uh, so um, and someone we both know very well, Katarina Dupre from, uh, you know, DDP uh, newscast. Mm-hmm. She says cooling towels, multiple stroller fans for the kids and a mist fan. I have also discovered that the Disney ponchos are pretty insulating. So when packing them in your backpack, pack your water bottles between them to keep cool. That's a great tip. Look at that. look at cat going on with like the amazing tip. I talked to cat earlier today. Yeah. yeah, she didn't share that tip with me. Oh, you no know? well she's sharing it with the audience. Uh, Brenda Gay Sullivan says I drink so much ice water at Disney and at home. I have a special sling that I carry my metal cup in. I just pull the cup out and and walk it through security in front of me. I can remove the straw and the lid flap shut while in rides 20 dollars at Walmart. So that's a great that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Nathan Dunbar another patron says duck into the hall of presidents or fill magic i mean those places are like the polar ice caps um erin marie a good friend of the show uh she shared an uh, amazon link to this neck fan that she says this neck fan is a lifesaver and unlike those ones with the little round fans at the end my hair never gets caught in it so you have you seen these neck fans right they look like headphones
0: yeah two things one i always wondered if they worked and too, what a horrific thing to happen to get your hair stuck know, in a fan. I know. So, but you know what? You're in luck because I happen to
1: have this exact neck fan and I do wear it in the park sometimes. It, do you like it? Yeah, I do. I mean, look, it's not it's not like an air conditioning unit, but it definitely gives you that nice breeze. And here's the thing. You're getting air from like the two like little headphone fans, but you're mm-hmm. also getting air. There's vents like around the the band that goes around your neck. So, you're also getting cool air on your neck, which is nice. That's nice. Yeah, and the battery life lasts for a pretty long time. Kathleen Grove uh, says, It used to be uh, riding Ellen's air conditioned energy adventure. Now we just wear hats, stay hydrated, and stop into shops with AC. We also try to plan indoor dining during the hottest, sunniest part of the day. Shannon Jordal says, Sunbrella for the win. Having a portable shade brings down the temperature quite a bit. I also wear a hat, stroller fans for the kiddo, and a big shade on the stroller. Uh, shows and restaurants are great to cool down too. Rowan Neumeister says parasol, though the mileage may vary depending on how crowded it is. Hand fan, natural fibers when possible. Uh, Shade and ice water. I put an ice in a metal cup before I leave for the park. So any water I put in is always cold. Also, if I need a break to decompress and I'm at Epcot, I go to the seas and look around. Um, Michael Michael Bo Michael, one of our wonderful patrons, says start early before it gets too hot. Take a break back at the hotel in the afternoon uh, when it's the most hot. Capitalize on indoor attractions with indoor weights, the films in World Showcase, Mickey's PhilharMagic, etc. Stephanie Konoski says we were there at the beginning of August and it was intense. We managed to stay cool by using neck fans the entire day, plus portable fans, hats, umbrellas, cooling towels, lots of water, and strategically planning to be indoor in the AC most of the time, only during outdoor attractions first thing in the morning. I also showered that morning and started the day in the parks with wet hair, which helped me, which helped keep me cool. And we took midday breaks back at the hotel, so we were only in the parks from open till lunchtime and then went back in the evening till close. Uh, Cheryl Pavia says dip in and out of air conditioned stores when you're walking around the parks doesn't matter if you're interested in the merch or not drink lots of water free ice water is all over Walt Disney World and in most places it tastes just fine carry a small portable rechargeable fan via USB and slow down your pace and finally Lorelei Jordan says as someone who has serious issues with being in the heat I employ all of the above tips and tricks and splurged on an AC neck fan it was worth the larger price tag than just the fan option. Remember to hydrate leading up to your trip. Extra important if flying solo. AC neck fan. I might need to look into that because that sounds wonderful.
0: At some point, Kev, people are just going to be walking around with an AC unit in their backpack. Like, I agree. You know what I mean? And just have hoses coming out everywhere. Yep.
1: No, I completely agree. That's 100% going to happen, and we're going to see it at Disney first. I'm surprised Disney doesn't have its own brand of these neck fans that they're like selling with like, with like Mickey on it and stuff. I always thought that that would have been a good thing. Um, but yeah, so um, now we are going to get to your questions, folks. The things you desperately want to know. Thank you to all of our wonderful friends around the world who submitted questions and who commented on that uh, topic from last week. I apologize for uh, you know, for for silencing you last week by with my forgetfulness. Lindsay Ray says, not really a question, but I was looking at the history of Disneyland closures versus Walt Disney World, and it's significantly less for Disneyland. I read about the Yippies staging a protest in Disneyland and thought the whole subject of closures
0: and the protest was interesting. What do you think about that? that yeah, it's it, that is kind this of is I've never looked into. Me yeah. Neither. Did you like I, so I, I saw Lindsay's post, and I, I, so I did some research on it today because we're kind of used to it here on the East Coast. You know, we're used to having a lot of hurricanes. So I was talking to – I had to call right. Disneyland for a client a couple of days ago. And, I, you know, of course, I was asking, like, hey, how you guys doing? Everything holding up out there for you? She's like, a lot of rain. Um, and she was saying that, like, this is the type of weather they haven't had really in, like, 80 years is what she was saying. And so it begs to, to I guess, question, like, what would cause Disneyland to close? So I started looking back. And, yeah, there's some really interesting ones, of course. November 23rd, 1963, uh, John, you know, John F. Kennedy, um, they closed when his assassination happened. Uh, there's some earthquakes uh, they've closed for. But, Kev, there's, there's some interesting stuff. And you were kind of n- mentioning one of the most interesting was the Yippies, uh, or the Youth International Party, who were protesters. Yeah, so protesters shut Disneyland down? It's weird. That's really interesting. This happened uh, August 6, 1970, and you know my favorite thing from this story, and I would have loved to have seen this, is one, they wanted to take over Tom Sawyer Island, but two... (laughs) Can you imagine, we're taking over the canoes and going to take over, you know what I mean? Mark? Oh, the cave is ours. We've divided the land. They'll never get us out of here. Take the stables uh, and the entire island is ours. This would never happen these days. But now, like that, so there was a sheriff's helicopter that hovered over Main Street with a bullhorn telling them to disperse and for people to leave the park. Wow. So they like, they, they, like staged their protest in the park. What were they protesting? The Vietnam War or something? So, it says, uh, Yippies invaded Disneyland. Um, protesters plan to take over Disney on the 25th anniversary. They were out to make a statement because they felt Bank of America, a main sponsor of Disneyland at the time, were responsible for much of the Vietnam War. Oh, okay. So, it was about the Vietnam War. They estimated 100,000 protesters would show up, and 300 did. Oh, so,
1: estimated one estimated 1,300 showed up. Apparently, they did enough to 100, close. 100,000. Oh, yeah. Wait,
0: 100,000? 100, they estimated 100,000 protesters would show. They and have th- police outside the gates they waiting got, to spring into action. And they got three hundred, only around three hundred made their way into the park, oh, but most blended with the regular guest. Right? Like, how do you how do you identify a yippie? Are you? Excuse me, sir. Are you yippie? Yeah. Uh, are you a yippee? That's what I'm going to go ask. Hey, uh, oh, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, you year.
1: got that uh, registration of yippies <laughs> over there. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, Jerry, I thought you were crazy when you developed the yippee registration. Uh, he comes,
0: and that's database. his moment to shine. Jerry's moment to shine yep. was right there. Oh, he comes running you all. out. Y'all told laughed everybody. at me.
1: the old Jerry, old Jerry's hero today when you're walking down Tom Sawyer Island and you know why. Yeah. It's because Jerry, it's because Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's island. Jerry had the foresight. Uh, so, Lara Fee says, not really an advice type question, but curious to know, what is your top Disney memory?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I have a lot of them. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's hard to choose. Disney's, yeah, Disney's been a part of my life since I was a very, very young kid. Uh, my mom grew up a Disney person. She actually sang. Um, it wasn't opening day, but it was like opening two weeks of Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom in 1971. Uh, so, she made it a point when I was born to make sure I was in the parks and enjoying them a lot. And a lot of my good memories as a kid come, but I think it has to go to, and of course I did my part of my honeymoon there, Mm -hmm. my wife and I, you know, fell in love going to the parks and stuff like that. But my, if I have to pick one specific memory, I've talked about it over on DDP before, um, when we had Riley and she was maybe, I don't know, Kev, 16 months old, something like that, maybe 18 months old and wishes we, we got, we got a good spot to watch wishes and I'm holding her. And all of a sudden, I hear her in my ear going, starlight, star. Oh, bright. she's singing along with s- it? And, dude, I'm just in tears. Oh. I'm in the middle of the Magic Kingdom, and just tears are flowing I'm, down I'm my I'm up just hearing about that. That's and unbelievable. Because you could just hear in her voice. Because we would listen to it in the car all the time, stuff like that. But you could hear in her voice like just the pure joy, and I'm holding my daughter, and I'm just like, oh, this is, this is perfect. Like, this moment is perfect. mm mm-hmm. And so that's if I have to pick one moment, that's probably it for me. What about you? Gosh, uh, like, like I said, I've been going to the park
1: since I was two years old. I mean, you know, I have a lot of really great memories of, you know, being there with my family. Um, it's something my father and I bond over. Like, y- you know, like when I was a kid, like I didn't really have a lot in common with, mm. with, you know, like with my parents or with a lot of my family. But like my dad and I, like we bonded over two things, Disney World and the theater. And, you know, like so both of those things were always very like uh important to me uh, as uh, you know when I look at the parks I think it's one of the things that made me appreciate them as much and I almost feel like like part of the reason why I used to look forward to the trips as much as I did was not just because it was going to be so fun because but because I knew it was going to make my dad really happy to be there um, yeah and he, you know he was there op- the year it opened we were there for the 25th with the big pink birthday cake castle and I, I loved it. I made sure that I got him there uh during the 50th so oh that's great yeah um, you know, but I would say, Kevin's. I'm, oh go ahead, ahead, I'm sorry. I'm go,
0: no, go I say that's the thing I get like most frustrated with with people that, and you'll see in the parks too. Like I see these shirts where people are like, "Most expensive day ever," I, and I'm like,
1: "Dude, I, that is, I load that them, is one of my pet peeves." Like the, "I'm
0: a man, so I can't like Disney World shirts." Yeah. Uh. I pay for everything, and I hate today. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I get so irritated with it. I'm like, this is a moment. Where you could create these memories with your family mm-hmm. that would literally last a lifetime, but you got to go be a toxic waste dump. What are you <laughs> like, doing? It's like what? I don't
1: do matching shirts. Like on on his matching shirt. Like come on. There's
0: an awesome picture. I don't know if you ever seen it. And it's these these women and they're on a roller coaster. Right back in like the 1940s, 1950s. And there's this two women in the front and they're wearing you know dresses and fully dressed to the nines. Look like uh-huh. they've been to church. And they've got their hands up and they're both laughing and the skirts kind of come, you know, and they're just both like dying, laughing, having a blast. And then three rows back, there's two other women and they both have their hands in their laps and completely just solemn faces, just staring ahead. Oh boy. And the quote says, you can choose if you want to ride in the front or if you want to ride in the back. Yeah, it's your choice. Yep. And it's just like choose to be happy. Mm-hmm. That's what Disney gives you. Like choose to be happy. And if you're not, then one, take a look in the mirror and figure out what's wrong. Mm-hmm. But two, then go somewhere else. Like don't, don't, don't take the joy away from your family. Just and because not only you're like, that, but like Burr. feeling, feeling the need to like
1: make yourself into a billboard of of your own misery no. to just let I know. everyone around you know how much you don't want to be here. Well, you <laughs> <laughs> you realize
0: everyone else paid the same amount of money in here, well, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's not like it's not like Disney went, hey you. We're gonna charge you triple, but you have to wear this shirt. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I'm I, glad you agree with me. I, on that. I, I know, dude, I say it all the
1: time. Like, I don't, I'm gonna get a shirt myself. Worth every penny. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever said it like on the show before, but like, it's something that my fiancee hears from me all the time. Whenever we see one of them, I'm just like, Bleh. you know, you, okay. So you know the other shirt. And look, I don't fault people for these shirts, but they like they annoy me. I don't know. Like I feel like I might offend people by saying this. No, no, no.
0: Just say it. Cause I I'll probably agree with you and then they can be mad at me. It's I, fine.
1: I don't like the I'm gonna get trashed in Epcot t shirts. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the I'm going to drink until I puke at a children's theme park or a family theme park uh you know t-shirt. It's
0: crazy expensive to drink in Epcot. Right. The two, I have friends that listen, are like,
1: let's drink around the world. I'm like, oh, maybe if uh, you know, I win the lottery sometime.
0: Have I done it? Yes. And will I do it? every now and then. Yes. So here's yeah. what I do have this. So we have of course we have our DDP today so we're running team. We uh, have Marathon Week come up. Really really great announcement coming on. Two men coming on DDP yep. with some stuff coming with that coming up real soon. Really really fun. Uh, looking forward to that. After I so this year I'm running the 5K and the half. After I run the half, Kev, I have a medal. Actually it's behind me. I don't know if you can see it or not. Actually I got to move my mic a little bit. Yep. It's hanging right there around Chewie's neck. Uh-huh. And it's a 1 mile around Epcot. And you have a drink, and you turn the flag around on the country of a drink at. Oh, that's kind of cool. So I, I might try to turn all those flags around. We'll see no, what happens.
1: Yeah. You know, but I—I I don't know. It's just—it's just. I'm me. with like, you on that one, though. Like I—I I, I don't hate that as much as I hate the the shirts. The, the I hate Disney shirts. But yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I, mean, I don't get it. Like, look at the end of the day. Like, we don't really go to Epcot and then at nighttime as much anymore because just—I mean, I have. I have seen some things, my friend.
0: Oh, me too. Especially on the weekends. That's the problem. Like if you're local, like that's the problem with Epcot on the weekends (laughs) late at night is because you get the college crowd over there.
1: I need to tell you a story off the air. Off the air. About something that happened in Epcot <laughs> that I I can't tell the story on the air. It's 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 what happens ridiculous. when you and I get on a show together, yeah. man. We're gonna have to yeah. <laughs> no, but like yeah, it, it it was bad. Um. Okay. So uh. But I would say my favorite. If I had to pick one Disney moment, that's my favorite because like the stuff with my family is like a jumble of memories. But I would I think the day that I proposed to my fiance was probably my favorite Disney memory because it was like, That's awesome, She had no yeah. idea. Like, you know, we were Disney bound. She was Disney bounding Pooh Bear that day. And like, I'll never forget through tears. Like the first thing she said to me after she's looking at the ring on her finger, she goes, I can't believe you proposed to me while I was dressed like Pooh Bear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, it's the only way to do it what are you talking yeah, about Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell the whole story again because I've told it on the show before but you know it was at the wedding pavilion like it just kind of happened like because all of, all of my best laid plans were, were thwarted by her like yeah. 110% so I had to uh, improvise and luckily improvisation was possible and uh, the, uh, the, the Disney gods were smiling upon me that day and opened up new avenues for me so That's made awesome. it even better than what I had planned so Love it. Stephanie Kanoski says, "Feel better, Pete." And she says, "What if any rides would you want to see revamped or rethemed? What resort would you choose to do an all-day resort day, and what activities would that include?" Hmm. I can go. Uh, I can go first on this one. If you yeah, like. go first. Um, rides that I would like to see revamped or rethemed. I have been saying for a million years that I want to. I wanted to see Stitch's Great Escape be turned into Rocket Raccoon's Great Escape. Ooh, And cool. it's Rocket yeah. Raccoon escaping from one of those prisons that he got out of. Yeah. And you just, you know, you make it better. Like, it's not an unpleasant experience anymore. But I think, like... I'd love
0: like, the Alien Encounter.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, like, it. I think making that with Rocket, I would also love to see them take the Speedway and turn it into, like, Sugar Rush or something.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: You know, like... I, and yes, I know I'm injecting IP... Into rides that don't have IP with that, but you know, and I don't care. I like IP. There's a lot of people that get really like weird about that where they're like, stop taking away our in- original stuff and putting IP. And I'm like, I'm here for the IP. Like I like the IP.
0: Only place I don't. I, 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 I love IP at Disney except for World Showcase. Yeah. And I don't mind what's there. But that's just because I'm turning into an old man. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I
1: mean, I didn't love when they turned um, the educational Norway ride into the frozen ride. But I, I didn't mind Ratatouille because that was an extra area that they built onto it that they didn't like take something away. Right. You know? Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I, I understand that with World Showcase. And, and in an Epcot in general, like I mean the IP infusion into Epcot, I mean Epcot's kinda have has its own IP with with y'all you know, Figment and yeah. you know things like that. So I, I do understand it.
0: But uh I mean you can't tell me that Guardian's ride is not you know Oh, that would be that would be absolutely epic. I'm gonna go for mine, I'm gonna go right down the street. And I've been screaming this for a long time. We can't keep calling it Tomorrowland without an update to Space Mountain. So uh-huh. the the fact that you have Tron now, Tron helps. But if you would take space and just, it doesn't take a lot. But we, it needs new lighting. Yeah, it needs like it needs some work done to it. And I understand. I, I love Space Mountain, but you could implement some things into that attraction that would make it infinitely better. For those of you who have done it in Disneyland, it's infinitely better in Disneyland. The overlays are great when they do Star Wars. Um, the Halloween overlay is awesome you know it's just it's just a better attraction in Disneyland and Walt Disney World if they would just put a little bit of money into it and bring some theming to it yeah. then i think that could be a one two punch side by side that would literally take tomorrowland into tomorrow it would be so much better mm-hmm. because as you walk into tomorrowland now you kind of go did I go back in time before? Well, yeah, I it's like it's a
1: campy nineteen seventies. It is, future, yeah, you know, like and it, yeah. there is there is a certain charm to that. I will say, there but is. you know, I agree with you that Space Mountain definitely needs a a bit of a revamp. I little love, I mean, little I would, would revamp. All, I think those blue sky concepts that they put out, um, you know, like a Zootopia in Animal Kingdom. I think awesome. Zootopia would fit in so so well. Because awesome. you know it would be it would be visually appealing. You can get some great attractions out of it, and there would be an there could be an educational thing about that. You can have mm-hmm. Judy Hopps teaching you about how rabbits, you know, like like what they eat, and you know the predator prey thing that we that we saw in the movie, like kind of playing out. Like it was a very interesting movie, Zootopia. Um, you know, I would also, or I think you could easily put like like. I mean not not replacing the Africa section obviously but like maybe often like where DinoLand is do like Wakanda. You
0: mean the parking lot that is DinoLand? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, it's so bad, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Like, is like, there a bigger waste of space in all of Disney than Hester DinoLand? And Port like, Chester. I know. What I do like They're that just...
1: I do like that big brontosaurus though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing is the 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 story of it's fun. But I think actually and see if you agree with me on this, I think Animal Kingdom opens itself up to more um kind of uh, ips the availability for more ips than any other park right like when you're really looking at it you could really go a lot of different ways and like you said zootopia is kind of the no-brainer i mean you're missing you're missing something if you don't put that there but they could do quite a bit with that area
1: agreed and uh so as far as what resort i would want to do an all day resort day and activities I think you could spend an entire day at the Polynesian village resort like easily. And I've done it and, you know, and I mean, activities, we're talking pool, we're talking about making s'mores at the campfire. We're talking about, um, you know, movies under the stars and that with the big inflatable screen, but also taking a, one of the speedboats out on the seven seas lagoon. I love doing that.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that would be on my, on my list for sure. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give a couple here. Um, one i'm going to go with wilderness lodge i love wilderness lodge yeah. i love the pools um love geyser point love artist point i mean uh, love artist point um i love I, I i just love that area in general i love seeing electric water pageant come by at night you can see a little bit of fireworks over the tree line from the magic kingdom but i'm going to give you another one and that <laughs> you're going to kind of laugh at me uh, i would actually head out to animal kingdom man i animal, animal kingdom, kingdom lodge, lodge. no I you know what i'm with you i'm
1: with you on that I'm with you. I on love
0: that. the lodge and I'm gonna go to Kadani instead of Jambo I love Jambo walking into the lobby is beautiful mm-hmm. it's stunning it's it's epic when you walk in but I'm gonna go over to Kadani I think the pool's better yeah um, the fact that you can sit out there and you can enjoy the animals right there by the pool bar uh, I just think that resort gives you something that I don't know if there's another place in the United States you can go to where you can have that experience at a hotel. I just don't. No, probably and not. And so for me, I can do a full day there, not have any thought about going to a park, and, and just enjoy the time, especially at Christmas. Like, doing that during Christmas is Oh, I never
1: even thought about that during Christmas.
0: I've only stayed at Animal oh. Kingdom Lodge one
1: time. Um, oh, it's, I think Christmas it, is I so think it was cool. Kadani that we stayed at. Yeah. Um, almost positive. I'll find out. But, uh, yeah, I could, yeah, I hadn't even thought of what they do at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, and any of the spa resorts, I mean, if you're a spa person, I think that's, you know, like, I'm I'm not a spa person, but I, yeah. I did come. They almost got me to, like, get the spa membership for the our first Disney Wish Cruise because we did the spa tour. And I'm like, this is really nice. I'm so glad we didn't do it, dude. I never would have gone. Never would have been there. The Rainforest Room? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Never. I've done the Rainforest Room before. Katie and I got suckered into doing a, a couples massage one time. Uh-huh. And this was years ago, and man, it was, it was like $600, but we had like our own private room, a couple of massages, and we had a, a jacuzzi on the balcony, and they brought some chalk covered strawberries, but then they're like, oh, you know what? You need this lotion, and I'm like, you, I do need that lotion, because now I've had a <laughs> glass of champagne, <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm feeling good, there you you know? you good and, and so it's another up. like $130 in like, oils and lotions going home with me. So, uh,
1: Okay, so uh, Thad Paget says, what is an IP in the parks you'd like to go away and one that isn't in the parks you'd like to see get representation i don't remember you talking about elemental what did you think i didn't see elemental like most i haven't seen it like like most of the world uh (laughs) but (laughs) i heard it's good though i heard heard it's good i did hear it's okay i'll i'll catch it when it's on disney plus and then i'll I'll let you guys know but uh yeah the um man it's really got to be something big to get me to a movie theater now
0: like same way um, that's why i have all the streaming services and also kev i like to be able to pause it and go to the bathroom or get a snack right, or get a drink right or... um so an ip in the parks that i'd like to see
1: go away star wars no i'm kidding uh <laughs> I, I i do have my problems with modern star wars but i still love star wars um an ip in the parks that i don't like that's hard yeah i mean look i love flight of passage but i hate Avatar. So, like, if, if we could turn Flight of Passage into, like, some dragon-riding experience, like, in, in the Beastly Kingdom, I'd be all for that.
0: Yeah, I that's a weird fit, man. Um, I understand they're coming out with 74 more movies, and, you know, like, yeah, maybe. maybe it'll maybe it'll hold hold its own water. It took 15 uh, years to get the second one. Yeah, right. I'm going to be 90 the time the fourth one comes out.
1: Uh, James
0: Cameron will somehow still be the same age. I'm going to cheat, man, because I don't really think this is an IP, but... It, what do you got? I guess it kind of is. It's rock and roller coaster with Aerosmith.
1: Yeah, I, I don't need Aerosmith in the park. I would rather, Don't need it. The, the rumor a while back that they were going to redo that with Electric Mayhem, I was like, oh my
0: God, yes. Oh, it would have been incredible. It would have been incredible. But I, I, so I just was in Disneyland, like I said. I rode the Incredicoaster Coaster bajillion times. Bring the Incredicoaster here, put it indoors, yeah. make it incredible. Uh, you know bring the bring the Incredibles there it fits it's it's it'll be fun so I just I don't need Aerosmith anymore I mean as
1: for one in, that's not that's not in the parks that I'd like to see get representation I think we just kind of answered that with Zootopia
0: yeah hundred oh, percent I agree because like, I, I, I'm, like I'm there's not
1: any, we never even got
0: a single Zootopia meet and greet nope like you can meet Judy Hop in Disneyland. I'm just gonna keep plugging. Disneyland, yeah, I mean I guess. back in the yeah. back in the day, dude, you were like whatever there was
1: whatever the new movie was, it was in the Animation Courtyard. I do think that this, there is no purpose to have the Star Wars Launch Bay anymore. No, what is the purpose that the, the the purpose of the Star Wars Launch Bay initially was to give you something to hold over until Galaxy's Edge opened. And mm-hmm. look, I'm, I'm I love the idea of meeting Darth Vader. Like if that like that's what it's for basically is to meet Darth Vader and Chewie. But I I mean like I miss the animation courtyard. Like
0: Well, it's just a waste right now. Yeah. Like I just told you, I just did the uh, I just did the the Disney Jr. and it was just it's it's eight minutes. It's just not and I'm not saying that it's not it fills a void for, for parents with younger kids. Right. But you could move that somewhere. Also, Kev, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's not that I would never want to see him go, but I'm super worried about the Muppets in Hollywood Studios. I am not worried about that
1: at the moment because I, I was worried about it until they put Pizza Rizzo in
0: and then I was like, okay, it takes one retheme though, man and yeah. that start then you you have Star Wars connected everything connected.
1: Well listen when I like when they announced Galaxy's Edge, I was like, well Muppets are gone so goodbye like and and I was thrilled beyond thrilled when they weren't um you know I I always love whenever they add anything Muppet into the park. I mean you know I the, the things we could have gotten had yep. had henson lived i mean you know just go to the doctor people when you're feeling sick go to the doctor that's why he he died of very curable um like a like bronchitis basically like yeah. he died of like a like a cold essentially that yeah, just don't got do out that of
0: control take some take some tylenol take some yeah
1: um go to the doctor uh but yeah the yeah i i guess i mean i want to see i would like to see more muppets and you know unfortunately who knows um I mean, look. There's just something special about getting in the Muppet Show theater, and I love it. you know, I mean, like especially for me as a puppeteer, like you know, it's it's a thing that I like, you know, really treasure. It's always been like my little corner of the sky. Um, I remember as a teenager, I was so shocked that like there was like there is a place in this world where I have Star Wars right next to the Muppets and I could just bounce (laughs) between them. And I was like, that was my corner of the sky. Like, that's what I used to call it. I was just like, oh, I'm going to go to my corner of the sky. Like, it's Star Tours and Muppet Vision. Like, that was it. Um, You know, and look, I like like Galaxy's Edge just fine. I think mistakes were made with Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. I think um, chaining it into this time period, which is arguably... The most unpopular time period in all of Star Wars between the two movies that people hate more than anything, I think is not a good idea. It was not a good idea. Um, and, we, you know, we learned, look, at the end of the day, the Halcyon, the the Star, star Cruiser. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've said this on the show, but like, you know, you want me to spend, what, six grand? on a hotel experience for a weekend for a fake cruise that doesn't actually go anywhere and your your big pull is that you get to be on a ship with Rey and Kylo Ren. No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. There's nothing that could drag me on there. It, now, if you tell me you can go on a ship with Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Darth Vader and the droids, chewy, yeah. I'm chewy. I'm like, "Oh, I'm I'm the, you know, I'll I'll find a way to make this work. Like I'll sell a kidney." But <laughs> now and as much as I love Rise of the Resistance, imagine how much cooler rise of the rebellion would have been yeah if that was vader chasing you through an
0: imperial death through imperial star destroyer well there's so, so there's five of us over on ddp today and i think we know i i, I probably i probably coming fourth on star wars fandom okay. out of the group So for me, it's it's a give or take, you know, I just and and I I love that other people love it. So I can't really say much, but I'll take Muppets over (laughs) a popular opinion. Here we go. I'll take Muppets over Star Wars any day of the week. So I just hope it's safe.
1: I look, I would have just rather preferred an actual Star Wars land instead of this like anchored. Because now it's like, okay, well, we want to put the Mandalorian in here, but, you know, were were set in the sequel era and we don't know if the Mandalorian and Grogu are around, Boba Fett and like like they want to put Ahsoka
0: all over the place and <laughs> they just they just put it over over in animation courtyard now. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, like, just, it's gonna be just different different locations around Hollywood Studios. Dude,
1: I just like I couldn't believe that they like anchored it there. Like especially like in the era immediately following the last Jedi like <laughs>
0: you're, go, you're gonna go see a a mandalorian uh, uh uh stage show where he sings and laser beams go above his head in uh, the old little mermaid oh yeah oh or, my uh, god i would love
1: that <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so yeah uh, that's my that's my little rant i think if they would have If they would have, you know, allowed it to be about Star Wars, about a celebration of all three trilogies. And I'm not saying don't put the sequels in the parks. I get it. That's the new thing. They were trying to push it. But to have it be only the sequels, that was my problem. Like, we finally get a Star Wars theme park and there's no Luke Skywalker? There's no Darth Vader? Like, what? Like,
0: you know, there's no Obi-Wan Kenobi here? Like, Yoda? But, oh, we got Rey i surprised didn't put Jar Jar in, uh, you know, over at the Indiana Jones stunt show, you know. Oh, my goodness. Me, Yeah, I, I love it. Well, that's, that's the way. That's the, you can tell i a bit of a Soros fan now. I'm doing Yoda as Jar Jar. Yeah, just- that, that, that <laughs> wasn't
1: good. All right. Uh, Christian Daprich says, I would love to hear each person's dream blank check retheme for a ride. I mean, we kind of already did that one. Yeah. yeah, so um, maybe not a new attraction, but a new skin or a current update. So, yeah, we, we definitely answer that one. Our old buddy Dave Weikert said um, that he gets asked this question daily. Explain Genie Plus and the difference between that and individual lightning lane. Now, I have never used Genie Plus. I, I am, Oh, really? Yes, I am um, just morally opposed to it. So uh, <laughs> I, um, I don't use it, um, but I would like to defer to your wisdom on this.
0: Yeah, 100%. So I've been on actually a lot of different shows explaining this um, this concept. So, do you want, let me just do that. I'll do this really short and sweet. We, I, we do this with every one of our clients whenever they come on. We, we set you up for success. We actually give you a cheat sheet to where you can use it to make sure you're doing things in the right order to get the most out of your Genie Plus day. But I'm not going to get into all that. Get a hold of me. Show at awaywithmetravel.com, justin awaywithmetravel.com, and I'll, I'll get with you on that. Um, so, three services Disney offers. First one's complimentary, Genie. That's going to be on your app. It's going to kind of tell you times for attractions that it may be a little less weight, or hey, this may be a good time to do a mobile order at this restaurant because we're expecting less people there. That's going to give you parade times, going to give you all that great stuff. Look, if you're new to Disney, Genie's fantastic. Use it. Uh, Really, this comes from touring plans that people paid money for, including myself. I paid for touring plans. Yeah. So Disney said, What are we doing? Losing money? We can introduce something like this to our app. We have the technology, we can do it. So they they build it in. Um, Genie Plus is a paid uh, system to where it is for one day and one day only. And you buy it, and at 7 a.m. every morning, you can get up and you can make your first genie plus selection. Uh everything in the park is pretty much on there. The sheet we give you will show you what's not pretty much only the top tier attraction from each park is not on there. We'll get into lightning lanes in just a split second. But genie plus ranges anywhere. Kev, I want to say 15 to 30, but anymore it's not. It's 20 to 30. We don't see those $15 yeah. days very rarely anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, you can get your money's worth out of it. So I just used this in Disneyland just a couple weeks ago. Um, I love Genie Plus. I wanted to hate it when it came out, mm-hmm. but the thing is, I understand where they're coming from. Yes, they took away free uh, fast passes. Yes, I miss that concept. But if you understand how to use Genie Plus, and you can either stack your lightning lanes or you can rope drop and you can use them, uh, and as soon as you use it, book another one, you can get a lot of attractions done. Just to give you an example, last time I was in Magic Kingdom a couple weeks ago, I didn't want to go till late. I got there at 6 p.m. I left at 9 p.m. I wrote seven attractions with my Genie Plus uh, that I was able to stack throughout the day. They did go in, and they made it now where you can modify your times, which you didn't used to be able to, which is great. No, that's good. So super excited about that. Lightning Lane, that's for the big boys. That's for Tron. That's for Guardians. That's for all those big attractions that are new in the parks, um, the highest wait time attractions. And those are a one time pay to play attraction, meaning you will buy a return time for that attraction. Uh, You'll get that at 7 a.m. as well. I always tell people if you're going to do it, get your Lightning Lane first, then get your Genie Plus selections. Okay. Um, If you could virtual queue, virtual queue first, then Lightning Lane, then Genie Plus, do it in that order. Uh, if you have any questions, get a hold of us. Show it away with me, and I'm happy to meet with you and help you and kind of walk you through how to get the most out of it. But, yeah, three different things, Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, all a little different. Um, and uh, definitely if you have it in the budget, I say Genie Plus is definitely worth it for Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot not so much, Animal Kingdom not so much. If it's in your budget, do it from all. No, it's up to up to how much money you want to spend.
1: Uh, that that makes a lot of sense. I totally get that. Mm. It's just I think for if I was taking regular trips, like if I was going like on vacations, then I think I would do Genie Plus. But I mean, yeah. being a local and going as local. often as yeah. I go, it doesn't ever really make sense to do.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, attractions don't become as important when you're in the parks a lot, right? But like if I when if people I, are on vacation, yeah. I always tell them, Kev, I'm like, plan it in your budget to do it for Magic Kingdom, no matter what. So if you have a family of four, just go ahead and plan. You're spending a hundred dollars,
1: right? And and at the end of the day if I'm like as a local going to Magic Kingdom and I don't get on Space Mountain that day that's fine I'll get it on the next okay. day. But if yeah. you're traveling from you know the UK and you're coming here and you're not leaving
0: without getting on Space Mountain. That's it. So yeah, it's worth it. Pl- plan it into your budget for Magic Kingdom, plan it into your budget for Hollywood Studios. Epcot, Animal Kingdom. It's up to you, um, but that would be my kind of order of, of doing those. All right, we got three more questions here. This next one is a cruise
1: question, which I know we both love. Uh, Melanie Sims says, taking a cruise at a Port Canaveral and my family stay staying in Art of Animation the night before we set sail. Is there a special shuttle from the hotel to the port, or should we grab an Uber in the morning? Do not grab that Uber, because there is a shuttle. Like this is, the Magical Express might be gone, but we still have the Cruise Magical Express, and I see those, those buses all the time, and they're amazing amazingly themed i mean have you
0: taken these the shuttle these shuttle many many times i've done multiple modes of transportation to port i've driven to port many times i've taken uh private transportation as far as limos and cars and stuff like that but a lot of times i go ahead and i tell all my clients and i've done it too take the disney cruise line buses so not only that they will pick you up At Art of Animation, all you're going to need to do, if you didn't use a travel agent, uh, is call Disney Cruise Line. you will be able to set that up for you. They'll let you know. They'll ask where you're staying at. That runs $39 per person per way whenever you're doing it. Um, The great part about it is this. If you do Disney Cruise Line transportation, even if you are a first-time cruiser, you're going to get an earlier on-board time on the cruise. Oh, that's a good hack. Wow. Yeah. So, Because they're going to pick you up early. They're going to drop you off early. Why? Because the buses have to be there. They have to mm-hmm. be there earlier. Um, so you're going to get an earlier on board time, which makes it really nice. I tell all my clients who are first time cruisers or maybe you're just just getting into it, kind of a silver castaway. Hey, make sure to get there and, and use that bus service. It's really nice. They'll put something in your room the night before uh, letting you know the location and meet up time at your resort. I recommend get there 10, 15 minutes early just to save yourself uh, You know any is, type of
1: worry. This is only available through, um, like, if you're staying at the resort, right? Like it's
0: Resort or uh, Port Canaveral. Uh, I'm sorry, at um, um, uh, the airport. Oh, um, you can do it at the airport, too. Okay. Can, you, yeah, will so, it
1: return you to the airport at the end of your
0: cruise? Yes, ride? it will. Yep, 100%. Most of the time, I recommend people, I, look, if you're flying in day of cruise, please don't do that, okay? It's yeah. a nightmare waiting to happen. Like, don't do it. Come in a day or two before, have a couple days at Disney, stay at a resort, and then take the transportation out after your cruise is over the transportation will pick you up. I recommend doing if you have an earlier uh flight out, I recommend doing express walk off, you can get off earlier, mm-hmm. you know, be able to get right there. They do recommend you at least have an 11:30 a.m. or later flight to be able to take their transportation yeah. from Port Canaveral back to MCO. Couldn't come up with MCO earlier for some reason. Don't know
1: why. We were um you know, we were just talking about this the other day. I guess oh cuz we were watching cruising with Ben and David and they were like don't fly in on the day of your cruise and we were like don't do it. I was like I would be so Obscenely stressed, oh, doing that like because because I mean look I used to fly all the time for for wrestling like going back and forth to New Jersey and mm-hmm. I mean like the number of times that I was delayed or like canceled or I mean what a nightmare what a nightmare yeah. I could not imagine I could not imagine yeah then, don't like, don't do that you know your your flight is you know your your flight is delayed and then you like you're sitting in the back of the plane and you got to wait for every you know idiot to get out in front of you when they're taking their time and oh i can't i hate the plane hate planes <laughs> i hate flying
0: yeah either stay on disney property which is what i recommend or we can get you set up out at port canaveral at cape canaveral out there yeah. have a day at the beach and um, jetty
1: park go to jetty park and yeah, it it's a great beach right there i mean mm-hmm. you know um go out to the pier yeah my fiance actually introduced me to jetty park because she's been going there since she was a child and it's my favorite beach now yep so you know and it might uh, yeah Originally, it was one of the places that was on my list of uh, places to propose was, Jetty, was the pier at Jetty Park.
0: Let me say this real quick, too. For, for anyone doing like Disney Cruise, stuff like that, some, especially if you're not familiar with it, one, either get a hold of us, you know, com. We're happy to help you out. But also, if if not, find someone local. Like, find a local travel agent that you know, right? And that way, you can you can get on there. You can pick their brain. You know what I mean? You can, you can really be set up. A lot of people don't understand how this works and the fact that, Most agencies don't charge fees for for Disney travel. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be the same cost whether you book it on your own or you use a professional. And it's always good to have the professional in your pocket, that we're there to take care of all the details. And if something goes wrong, you've got us. Um, So definitely reach out if you have any questions about that because we're happy to – look, we don't hide anything. I'll tell you exactly how it works. Actually, we're about to record an Away With Me Travel podcast where we are going to go into the nitty and gritty of how the travel industry works because – Look, it's kind of a no brainer. Most people don't use TAs because they just don't understand how it works. Yeah. And so a lot
1: of people think, a lot of people here are like, wait, what do you mean I have to pay you? Like, what is that? Kind of, like, nothing. Yeah. yeah they, they don't understand how that no. is a. Situation. some
0: agencies charge fees some agents charge fees um it just depends on on where you're going and stuff like that but for disney cruise line get a hold of us there's uh for our, our podcast listeners there's no fees at all so all right so christina mcjeffrey
1: good uh friend of both of our shows says what's your agenda for mickey's not so scary do you suggest jumping in line for jack and sally at four o'clock do you wait to see the seven dwarves till later in the night what's your idea for the very best way to do this party and ones like it like very merry my tips for not so scary: I would definitely get in the Jack and Sally line at four o'clock, hundred mm-hmm. uh, yep. percent. If, if that is a that is a big thing on your to do list, you want to get that done as soon as you can, because I mean the rest of the night is going to be insane. Um, for the for something like the Dwarves, what I did that worked tremendously was I I was I told myself, okay, I'm going to see the second parade of the night. I'm not gonna, do, Super smart. not gonna do the first booty you because the first booty you is the one that everyone goes to. And when everyone goes to the booty you for the the, the first showing and you're staying later and you're gonna be able to see the second one, go right to the seven dwarves. Yep. You get a great photo up there. Now I will also say for for candy, for not so scary, my big tip is always bring a empty backpack and Get a um, like Ask in one of the gift shops for like a like a plastic shopping bag. Usually they'll give you a clear one. You line the inside of your backpack with the shopping bag as your trick or treat bags fill up because they fill up very quickly. You dump the candy into the bag and now you, you know, you're ready for more. And then at the end of the night, you just take the bag and pop it out of your backpack and you've got a huge, clear shopping bag filled with candy that you'll never finish ever.
0: Then you sit in your bed and you eat until you cry happy tears, falling asleep. Yes,
1: they're always happy tears. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, very merry. I I found very merry to be a lot more. I, tell, tell me I know if you agree with this. Do you find very merry to be more relaxed? Because I found it to be more relaxed. Than oh, it's hundred so percent more relaxed. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like it, was, but there's less going on. Too. There
1: is less going on, but I felt a I felt like a serenity during it's Christmas yeah it was just it was Christmassy it was cookies it was you know like and and those cookies spots I mean there were never long waits for them I like that now they give you the cookies wrapped individually yeah because I mean I was I was taking I was taking them all and just putting them right into the popcorn bucket that I got because I got that music box popcorn bucket from last year Mm -hmm. and I was just dumping all the cookies in there and like you know they were in there individually wrapped and perfect uh so yeah i mean that's kind of my game plan is get there early stay there late if you can
0: yeah you nailed it it's the only thing i would add is if you're if you're not using a ticket to be inside the magic kingdom mm-hmm. that day uh i would arrive at the gates about three fifteen, um 3 at the latest you're time. gonna be able to get in right at four it gets quite busy if you when you're walking up to the magic kingdom if you go to the right side that, I mean they'll have they'll, they'll they'll be cm's out there with you know the pumpkins, you know, saying Mickey's not so scary. Yeah, and you'll see you'll see them
1: in their in their costumes, like the, costumes. the green and orange and purple costumes. Mm-hmm.
0: But get there, get get towards the front of the line because right at four, you'll be able to get your wristband, get in the park, and then head straight to Jack and Sally. Because typically, here's the thing: although the event doesn't start till seven, from my experience, I know the couple times I've done Jack and Sally, they've come out at like four thirty, four forty five. Really, they come like, out that
1: early? Like yeah. So okay. yeah.
0: So now you've met them before the event even starts
1: right now, but I will point out also that if you meet them that early, your picture with them is in the daylight.
0: No, it's inside now. Oh, is it it inside? Yeah, it's where Tinkerbell.
1: Why was I still thinking that it was over by the
0: gazebo? You know, because I've never done this picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's awesome. So the the yeah, it's inside. It's right there, oh, you know, right the, where the, Mickey yes, is. Yeah, the
1: gingerbread air. I did see them do that for Christmas. I didn't realize they did yep. that for Halloween also, but I think that's cool. Yeah, a great so idea.
0: it'll be right there. So when you go up, you'll uh and it's cool cr- it's cool too because it's not just a photo, it's an interaction. I mean, that's the only reason that line takes so long. Oh yeah, it's because they don't just go Oh yeah, they take your time. They talk to you. They mess around with you a little bit. So it's, it's not great. like going
1: to Comic Con and and buying a photo op with Steven yeah. Amell and walking in and <laughs> standing next to you know standing next to him, feeling like an ugly chode while they take a quick picture Oop. Oop. of you and you.
0: Who who the who's the wrestler? Oh man, I can't remember. He goes to, like every Comic Con and just sits at the at the. Oh, I'm gonna have to uh, look it up, Kevin. There, I'll have to send dude, you a message. Oh, Virgil. It's like the Vir. That's it. It's the saddest thing ever. Yeah, lonely, he's just always Virgil. alone.
1: Oh, dude, yeah. dude. I've been in locker rooms with Virgil. Like he he's you know, <laughs> you want po- a you word. want a
0: polioroid.
1: Like <laughs> he's you know he's you can't make eye contact. The problem with the Comic Cons you can't make eye contact with Virgil because if you make oh, eye okay. contact with him he's going to like try to like pull you in. I, I remember um, somebody that I had worked for years ago was telling me a Virgil story and, and he was like, he's like, yeah, I saw Virgil. He's like, hey man, you haven't called me to work your shows in a while. And he was like, oh yeah, sorry man, I don't have your new number. He's like, I don't got no new number. And he goes, ah, it was worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've had it forever. Yeah, if you don't know
0: what we're talking about, just Google Lonely Virgil. Uh, it'll, it'll come up.
1: It's sad. I mean, Virgil was a was a wrestler in the WWF. He he came in as the manservant of the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Uh, he was named. My favorite thing about Virgil is he's named Virgil. Because uh, this is like the the urban legend. Bruce Pritchard denies it, but he's lying. Um, Is He was named Virgil because at the time, Dusty Rhodes was the booker of WCW, which was WWE's big competitor. And his first name is Virgil. Interesting. So they named him Virgil as like a dig at Dusty Rhodes. Like we're going to name our manservant Virgil. Virgil, um, and then but then Virgil, Virgil ended up getting like popular. He got, over. He got big. He, yeah. yeah, he he turned on the Million Dollar Man. They had a big match, SummerSlam 1991. Roddy Piper was involved. It was great. But then Virgil goes to WCW, and apparently Dusty's not even on the booking team anymore. And so you know he, so, but like everybody knows, Vince McMahon did this thing with Virgil to make him Dusty Rhodes. The story is just that like they're talking about what to do with Virgil, and just the door opens and Dusty's head pops in. And he goes, "We gonna call him
0: Vince <laughs> and his name was vincent <laughs> yeah man it's uh it's definitely lonely virgil always sticks in my mind yeah. whenever i think about comic yeah i
1: mean but comic cons you're also gonna usually see bruce bar beefcake you're gonna you know like it's yeah. there, there a lot of like a lot of the, the old timers are there uh if you ever see sergeant slaughter though at a comic con go up to him he's a great guy yeah great great guy um okay so last question uh, Faith Welk Richardson says, can families who take advantage of military tickets and rooms still benefit from a travel agent?
0: Uh, love Faith. Faith's a big part of our DDP Today Sorcerer's Running Club. Um, so this is kind of a loaded question. Faith, I, I just talked about how most agents and agencies don't charge fees whenever we book Disney. So this is this would be the only way that our agency would, would be able to take care of... Um, all the all the travel details for a military family. Here's why. So, especially, now if you're staying, this is. L- let me take that you're staying at Shades of Green. That's what I'm assuming. That was my saying, assumption too. That's my assumption is you're. So Shades of Green is not owned by Disney. It's owned by the Department of Defense. Run by the Department of Defense. Um, and so we can't we can't book that. Um, that's something you have to call and do. You actually have to have your ID to get onto the property. You have to have your ID to check in. Uh, have to have all that stuff. Also, your tickets. The military does get discounted Walt Disney World tickets, but those tickets have to be purchased and picked up on an active military base. Um, really, that's get interesting. The, yeah, yeah, we can't can't order those. Can't do that kind of stuff. But so now, just this is th- now the, Yeah, go ahead. These,
1: Like these military tickets and like Shades of Green. This is only active duty military, right? It is not for veterans. So
0: Shades of Green, I think, is retired military as well. You know, I'm not I'm, I'm not as versed in it because I don't book. Shades of green for some reason I thought it was only active duty military but I can I it's I, I, I might be can. wrong yeah um but yeah so it's it look look faith I mean we can definitely take care of anybody that's doing a cash booking for Walt Disney World Disneyland all that but if you're looking shades of green it's something you have to do through shades of green if you're looking military tickets something you have to do um, through an active on-site military base through that and the only reason we would charge fees at that point is because You know, look, we're still a business. We're there's no, we're not making any money, right? Of course. Um, you you know, no one wants to work for free. That's just kind of, you know, I don't think anybody wants. I don't think you want to write books for free, Kev. Uh, that Um, is is a yeah. People try to get me to do it, so. (laughs) But I will say this: I do this a lot, and and that is for like families who are active military, and let's say you're traveling, and and it's your first trip, and you're one, you know, you just don't understand, and you you know, you get a hold of me, I'm happy to sit down with you. I'm happy to sit down with you and and help you out and chat a little bit, give you some tips. I can't actively book the vacation, but I'm happy to do that mm-hmm. because here's what I, here's what I've learned, Kev. One, these people are incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Two, the next time they want to travel, they get a hold of me. Right. You know, if they want to go to somewhere else, then they they get a hold of me. Because right, that's the thing. And you so, don't only do
1: Disney and Universal. You
0: can do anywhere in the world. anywhere in the world. so So faith you know i'm here faith faith's family anyways faith you need me get a hold of me and uh and we'll get taken care of but long story short yeah we can't book shades of green can't can't purchase discounted military tickets gotcha gotcha all right well
1: that's all of our questions so well done yeah we breezed right through them. Well, not breezed right through them. This episode's closing in on an hour and forty minutes, but <laughs> we we bloviated maybe just a tad uh, as we are as we, you and I are both chatty Cathys. So uh, you know, whenever we get together, it tends to be a long episode.
0: It's fun. We talked about wrestling. We talked about. Yeah. I mean, we have talked. We hit it just about everything. You got to so get on
1: those tangents. It's it's uh, you know it makes the show more um, more real.
0: I love it. Uh, Well, let me let me uh, say this, Kev. I I appreciate you so much. You know, I've been a fan of Two Men the Mouse for a long time. And, uh, you know, I've been able to become great friends with you over the last few years and hearing you and Pete back doing shows each and every week and just the positivity and the life you, you bring to the Disney community. Is so key and so clutch, and people need two men in their mouths each and every week. And you're that positive force that you know people look for. There's a lot of podcasts out there that are negative, and they're not. You know, you guys are are, are fun, energetic, and you bring this positive kind of light to this community. And so I want to thank you one for that, and and thank you uh, for being such a great part of the YDF Media community. But two, I also want to thank you, man, for just being a great friend. Um, and I you know look forward to many many more years of creating Disney content with you. But not only that, man, we've got some really fun stuff coming up. So excited for the two men in the mouse family to check everything that we've got coming up Mm -hmm. as a group uh, that will be coming out. For sure.
1: And I mean, as much as you know, I really appreciate everything that you said. And as much as you know, you credit me with that. um, You know, I have to credit you guys because I mean, you you and um, you know, you and Jason really like uh, reignited the spark of passion in me for doing this that because, you know, I guessed it on your guys show while we were kind of like dark most of the time. And I had Mm -hmm. kind of like lost my way with the show. I had kind of lost my like creative passion for it. And, uh, you know, you guys, you guys reminded me what it was to, to truly feel the magic. And that's why I feel it again. And that's why the show is back. And that's why we're weekly again. And anybody that's happy about the fact that two men and the mouse is back has got, DDP today to thank for that because you know if I got you in if I got you into this you got me back into it so oh thanks circles and I appreciate
0: your friendship as well uh we are 100% doing Halloween Horror Nights together this year right yeah. We, uh, well, so Universal Unleashed, or one of other shows I hosted with my buddy Dan. Uh, we have Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear coming up. Get a hold of us, show to com, and we can get you there. We've got a ton of people. That is going to be the 13th of September through the 17th of September, doing HHN on the 14th. But I'm, I'm going to tell you a little secret, Kev. I'm going to do it on the 13th, too. Oh, my goodness. So, uh,
1: is, that, um, yeah, so is that September or October you're talking September, about? September. September. What day of the week is that?
0: It is a uh, Thursday, Friday. Oh, good. I can go to that. Wednesday, Thursday. Something like that. I can go to both those nights.
1: I love it. Let's do yeah, it. Cause so, I, have, uh, I have frequent fear, but I've got the frequent fear plus that gets you in
0: uh, every night except for Saturday. Perfect. So yeah, so we're gonna do it. Um, we'll do it. The thirteenth is just kind of. It'll be me, you, Dan. You know, a couple yeah. people. Um, on the fourteenth, whole group's coming. There's, I think, there's about thirty five of us now. This is adult only, which is a blast. Yeah. So we have an absolute blast. Um, are doing express passes for the fourteenth. So for the night that everyone's there, mm-hmm. uh, rocking the express passes.
1: I am gonna be. Um, I will be. Uh, film, I'll be at uh, opening night on September first. Yeah. And I'm going to be filming a video with Morty and I've got a really fun like like spin on it for the Morty video. That's going to make it like, you know, I'll tell you off the air,
0: but I can't wait. Yeah.
1: Like I had a really I had like a brain blast the other day. and I'm like, oh, this is really good. Uh, <laughs> so I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be great. And um, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, to, to be there with you guys. It's going to be a blast. I'm the last of us house. I'm so ready for it.
0: Oh, me too. The clickers and oh, it's just going to be—it's so good. The first
1: time I see a clicker, I'm pushing you on the ground and running.
0: No, it's okay. So there's so (coughs) many of us that uh, that it's okay. I just hide behind everybody, and you'll you'll hear me. I don't scream. I laugh. I giggle. Uh, So you'll hear me in the back (laughs) one. So my best friend
1: is my Halloween Horror Nights buddy, and so when she and I go, she I put her in front of me, and I hold on to her shoulders and I steer her through the house because she's essentially a
0: meat shield. It's perfect that's what you need but she said that, that's my jacob moore my jacob moore is that like i don't
1: scream so but like she always knows like when i get like scared by something because like i i grip her like shoulders like i squeeze yeah. her shoulders a little bit like because you know it, it's uh yeah it's a halloween horror nights is a fun time you know i can't what i can't do at halloween horror nights the food
0: yeah, well, some of the food's really good. Uh that's tell you what I, just, I can't do is the drinks. The drinks are so sweet. I can't
1: do the food because I think, like, for me, it is very hard for me to eat when there's grotesque imagery around. Like, when I, <laughs> when, when I was a kid and I saw Batman Returns with Danny DeVito was the yeah. Penguin, I didn't eat yeah. for a week.
0: Yeah, when he's eating like the the gar- like the, the raw the fish, fish. Yeah, and stuff like, like that, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, the,
1: the blood coming out of the uh, murder you momentarily. Like, you, congratulations, Danny DeVito! Like, I went on a hunger
0: strike for a week. Be- you you, ru- you ruined ruined it for you as a kid. He, yeah, he, yeah, he well, ruined uh, my family vacation to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> So so the, so the uh, for anybody interested, go over and check out Universal Unleashed. This is a show strictly about Universal, um, and you can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Just type in Universal Unleashed. It'll come up there. And we've done a bunch of shows. We highlighted the entire event, so you can check that out. Check all the houses out. So definitely, there's lots of shows. We have DDP Today News, Two Men and the Mouse. We've got Hometown Kingdom. Uh, we've got all kinds of shows. So go check everything out that we got going on. Absolutely. And if folks, again, wanted to get in touch with you about Away With Me Travel, where would they go to do that? yeah certainly you can get a hold of me personally justin at away dot or you can just do show at away dot both come to my email mm. uh sometimes the show at away with Travel is just easier to remember because you're listening to me on two men and the mouse the show um so very very easy email there all right well without any further ado that's
1: gonna do for two men of the mouse this week folks thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate all of you guys that wrote in questions uh you know i love uh topics where we're able to um uh, you know, kind of bring the community together and involve you guys more in the show. It really means a lot to me to be able to do that. So, thank you guys for, 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 um, you know, helping, for, for understanding the pivot we had to take this week and for, uh, participating in the way that you did. Uh, and so, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, check him out at Rogue Comics over there at 105 North Union Avenue, Craven, New Jersey, 07016, or go to RogueComics.com Comics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're planning a trip to any property throughout the known world, any vacation, check out Justin over at away With Me Travel. As he said, Justin at Travel.com or show at Away with me travel.com and you know him and his people will get you guys hooked up i mean you heard the expertise right here tonight folks if there's any better commercial for for away with me travel i i have not experienced it uh and folks for me please the morning monster youtube channel is out there and it needs people it needs uh more subscribers it needs more view hours i mean it, but the more we're able to uh you know uh grow the channel the more content we are able to make including my dream of i i, I did a christmas special years ago but I really want to do like a scripted like Christmas special with Morty like a like a legitimate Christmas special so you know let us know guys because you know uh, so it's youtube.com slash Morty monster uh, so please check that out and of course for me my books the Ross and Annie series all five books are currently available on amazon.com in ebook paperback and audiobook format also my other books can be found under the pen name Vincent Valentin that's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N and those are also on Amazon in all of those various formats alright well that does it for this week just in any closing words
0: That's it. Always fun, man. Always love hanging out. Always love hanging out with the 2 men community. Thank you so much, brother. Let's do it again real soon. Let's do it again real soon. Please, folks, keep the magic alive
1: every day of your lives. We'll see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow
0: just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.